This episode is sponsored by our friends at Fujifilm North America. Their X-Series digital cameras and lenses may just give you that creative edge you're looking for in your portraits and events. You'll find everything from 40 megapixel image quality to 40 frames per second bursts, plus unique in-camera film simulation modes and effortless usability. Click the link in the episode description to find the full range. There has never been a better time to invest in your passion, so make sure to click the link. Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. You're listening to the Portrait System Podcast. For me, comparing my work with Kelly Brown or Luisa Dunn is totally wrong because they've done the work and I don't know what they've done, you know. I don't know how many hours they eat per day, how many hours they sleep. But trying to do what they've done, it's, it's not bad, you know. I'm just trying to follow in their step and then make it even better. Welcome to the Portrait System Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and this show is here to help you succeed in the world of photography and business, to help you learn to become financially free doing what you love and so much more. With over 1 million downloads, countless photographers have taken what they've learned from both our episodes and from theportraitsystem.com, and they have grown their businesses, quit their day jobs, and are designing a life of their dreams. We keep it real and share stories about the ups and downs that come with running a photography business. You'll hear real-life stories of how other photographers run their business, and you'll learn actionable steps that you can take to reach your own goals. Thank you so much for being here, and let's get started. Hey guys, now is your chance to check out all of the incredible photography education we have available for you at theportraitsystem.com. For only $7, you will get access to over 1,000 videos, including pricing, posing, marketing, lighting, sales, inspiring photo shoots, self-value, and more. Yes, you'll get your first month for only $7 when you become a pro member, and you'll get access to the full download library with posing guides and workbooks and so much more. Also, this includes a pricing calculator, a studio startup timeline, our weekly live broadcasts, including Sue Bryce's live talks, access to our private members-only Facebook groups, special discounts on photography products, and so much more. Head over to theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7 to get your first month for only $7. That's theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7. My guest on The Portrait System this week is Victoria Berkeshell. Victoria lives in Brisbane, Australia, and she's a newborn and maternity photographer, and she does so amazingly well. Victoria's first language is not English, so she talks with us about how she not only had to work through her self-value around starting a business, but also with feeling confident that English is not her first language in an English-speaking country. Victoria is an amazing photographer who does her photo shoots in her house, and she has found a way to make things work for her no matter what. I'm so excited to introduce you to Victoria, and I know you will enjoy her interview. Okay, let's get started. Hey, Victoria, how are you? Very good. Thank you so much for uh, inviting me. 
Oh, I'm so happy to have you here. What time is it there? Ah, a little bit early, 3 a.m. in the morning. It's 3 a.m. Oh, Victoria, I had no idea. <laughs> it's okay. I'm used to it. I'm a night owl, so it's, um, ah. it's okay. <laughs> okay, okay. So t- tell the listeners where you live. So I live in Brisbane, Australia, right in the middle of the city, kind of in the big suburb. Okay. But you're not originally from Australia. No, 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 no. So originally I'm from Romania and we moved in New Zealand and uh, for 10 years. And then we moved in Australia and Brisbane five years ago. Okay. Now, were you a photographer when you were in Romania? Not at all. Well, I always had a camera in my hands since I was about 10 years old. That's when the revolution started and the communist regime fall down and we are able to access a camera. And um, I had a point and shoot camera always, but never been a pro one until I went, not a pro, we went in New Zealand and there I had a friend who bought a professional camera and then I had to have one. But it took me about five years to YouTube it and learn the the skill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just done photography just as a normal person, I guess. Nothing uh, major on the professional right. side until I met Sue. Okay. And when yeah. was that? 2016, I think she was on Creative Live. And then I think she started the first 12th week bootcamp or how it was called, yep. startup. Yep. We used to say the 12-week startup. Now it's called the 90-day challenge, but yeah, similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I was in the first round of that, 2016 or 2017, I think. Okay. I want to yeah. say, gosh, it was, I want to say it was 2007 because she's, we started Subrace Education in 2016, yeah. which is now called the portrait system powered yeah. by Subrace Education. So, but I think the first 90-day challenge was 2017. So probably five years ago is when you first, yeah. All right. And did you go through the whole program? Every piece. I still have a big book with every printout, every pose. (laughs) Like I'm I'm a dork. I will take a piece of paper (laughs) and read it and highlight it and then point the lights where it's coming. Yeah, it's... That's such a good skill though. Yeah, yeah. Like to I, be able to take notes and refer to them and save them and organize them. I, I wish I could do that. It's the only thing which I can do. My mess desk is a mess, but <laughs> organizing my homework, I, it was always my thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, okay, so what was it that made you, you know, I, I know you said you love photography or whatever, but what was it that made you decide... I'm going to start a business, you know, so much so that you went through the 90 day challenge. Yeah. So I knew Sue from creative lives and I was into doing, I've done weddings like for friends and portrait photography. But in 2015, I had my son, I gave birth to my son and I was at home with him. And I was, you know, when you have those lifetime crisis moments, when I was like, what the heck will I do when I will be old? You know, I I don't want to be like an old lady and depending on my son to come and visit me. (laughs) I was like, man, I still want to be alive and go out and do stuff, you know? Um, Oh, yeah. And I was doing all those landscape and night photography, which was amazing. 
But having my son, I couldn't do that anymore because I had to take him with me all the time. And my husband was like, you're crazy. You can't do that. You know, it's it's dangerous, which it is a little bit. You can't stay with a newborn baby watching the stars, you know. And we moved in Australia and I had a small room and I was like, I could start. And Sue was on Creative Lives and talking about small studios and I was like, I could start doing that, I guess. And um, I, I took the 12 weeks challenge just to see if I can take good portraits photography, I guess, because I didn't know how to sh- properly photograph people. And then it all started to become this crazy journey where I've seen that I can do it. With me, my life was always that I needed something to light my life and say, yes, you can do it. You, you're good at this. And because I was used to the Romanian system of just working in a factory, going back to work, I didn't have that idea that I could do something creative, like photography, you can earn yeah, money with yeah. that. It was all so far away from me. But in the moment when I was doing Sue's Bryce um, system and I I was doing the model calls and I was able to ask people for some kind of money. I've seen that something, something wake up, I guess, in me. And then when I realized, okay, I can do this, you know. Yeah, I just yeah. didn't know that I could do it. It's it's amazing how someone like that can, even though if you don't know him personally, can really just make you believe. And once you start believing, it starts happening. <laughs> yeah. If I wouldn't find Sue, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Take it like this. It's simple as I will have done macro photography probably and landscape. Probably the images will have end up in the website and being sold on one cent or something like that. But I in never in my life I could believe that I could ask for money or I could do this as a passion, pretty much. Yeah. I never knew that you can ask money for photography. <laughs> I know. It's amazing, right? I, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you would have told me many, many, many years ago, you know, way before when I was younger, that that's what I would do to make money for a living, I would have been like, no way. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, in saying that, and now that we talk about this, is that when I was little, like seven, eight years old, I remember seeing this photographer coming from a funeral or something like that on my street. And my mom stopped him and he said, take some pictures uh, with my kids. And he took the pictures and I was so mesmerized by whatever he was doing. And I, I have this picture now with my sister, myself on a slate. It was winter and you can see the sludgy uh, snow in the back. And far, far away, you can see my mom. But you can't see her head, only her body. He took only the pictures with us. And my mom is sitting in the back in there. And um, I remember my little face, scrubby face. And I was having all these pimples on my face. But I was so amazed about these photographers. And somehow it stuck in my head that he took that moment in time. And somehow I had that picture even now with me. And when I started doing photography with Sue and she was saying, okay, find your purpose, find your goals. And I'm like, what's mine? What's mine? And then 
all these pictures and my mom in the background and the fact that I don't see her in there is like, I, I want to see my mom in the picture, you know? Yeah, of course. And I think this came later when I discovered that I love the newborn photography and the mom part of the story and the, the pregnancy. I'm like, but I want to see the mom in the picture, you know? I want to see I want to see her in the middle of her, her kids and the entire journey. And this came later when I gave birth. Um, but I think the first connection to photography it was that moment when I've seen this guy taking pictures and um, capturing that moment in time for wow. me. And wow. then Sue was the, was the pain point where she said, yes, you can do it. And with yeah. me as a human... Even growing with my parents, every time I wanted to do something, I was going back to my dad and I said, oh, I want to go in States. And he said, what stops you? Nothing. Just I wanted to have somebody to tell me you can do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And when we moved in New Zealand was the same with my husband. I want to go to this factory and work. And what stops you? Okay, I can do it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, tell me a little bit about, you mentioned how the 90-day the challenge, you took notes and it really helped. And like for people out there listening who might not know what that is or how it works, like, will you just kind of give an overview of how, how it helped mm. you and what it was? Yes. So, Pretty much the 90 days challenge is like a straightforward course where you have everything from written down, the poses, the how to pose, how to run the business, I think. It gives you the entire step-by-step -step plan how to start your business and how you can charge, how you can run your sessions, what kind of vouchers you can run. It gives you, even in that 90 days challenge, I think we had to put pictures in the group. Yes. And yep. they were um, not compared. They were assessed or how do you say? Um, like a portfolio review. Type yeah, exactly. That's yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have a portfolio reviews and you do your shoots. You, you, you do the lessons, you go back, you take the model, you do your shoots and then you put it through and somebody will say, okay, this image is great. You could have done this and that. For me, going in all those challenges, it confirmed the fact that I become better at taking pictures. But also, they were the entries where you could enter your pictures and they were telling you that you're at the professional level. And for me, going up in steps and learning every time the poses, how to light the subject and what to communicate with the people, it helped me put more confidence. And for me, be having a great teacher in all my life, having a great professor, that was so amazing because um, I didn't have to lose my time going on YouTube and trying to find information by myself. <laughs> yes, good point. Yeah, so because it, it took me five years to learn Photoshop, uh, when I started just to learn. So I knew Photoshop a little bit, but it took me five years. With Sue, it took me three mo uh, three months. <laughs> wow, and that's pretty, like, yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's, it's straightforward. There is no walking in the bush kind of thing. It's, I don't know, I always say, why did I do did university for five years when I could have done a crash course like this oh, where you I've can learn the same thing <laughs> more you know yep 
Yeah. And I love I love my science degree and I love my chemistry and I love um, being engineer and all this stuff. But I always loved being creative. I just didn't have the time to grow it up, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it sure. was it stayed in there for 30 years or whatever. And then when I found Sue and when I found the program, it was just the best tool to start. And every time I have friends and people joining photography and I have clients who they ask me, huh, Victoria, how do I start this? And I always say, do you know what? The best places to go is Subrise Education. You just do this challenge and then you see if this is for you. You lose 12 weeks, but if you don't have the guts to make it a business or to ask, because at the end of the day, if you want to make a living from this, you need to ask for that money. And I wasn't able to ask for the money if Sue wasn't saying, if you give value and you give that, you need to ask for something in exchange. And she was the one who wake up the the idea that if I, I work hard, like in any other jobs, even if I was, I was a waitress in my life and I didn't know that I could be a good waitress, but I had great reviews and I got gold awards from this waitress uh, festivals. And that means I gave brilliant work, but nobody told me that I could ask more money for it. You know, I could right, have a better sure. life. And with Sue and ah, the self-values, the self-value videos, I still listen to them. Those were the yep. most amazing, uh, I think, waking up my my idea that I don't have to say, how, when somebody says, how much do you want to be paid? Oh, as much as you can. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I just say the number, you know, and yeah. that's what it is. But before I was like, uh, like, like my dad, you know, then my dad is the most hardworking person. And when he was doing a project, they were like, oh, how much should I pay, mister? And my dad was, oh, as much as you can. And that was mm-hmm. impregnated in my head. And mm-hmm. it took me years, even now, and through through the program. And my husband is the same. My husband is like Sue, but he doesn't know how to explain words. And with him, I get angry <laughs> because he's like, no, you have to ask this money. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but why? You know, instead Sue comes and explains this in proper words. And for me, English, five years ago, English and 10 years ago, English wasn't the best language to understand. Um, so it it took longer time that time to get the ideas in my head. Probably that's why I have all the notebooks and diagrams because I couldn't understand yeah, the principle point. Yeah, of uh, how the light works. I remember one time when I started because I could understand that you can ask money from a businesswoman because she has a business, she's already established. But how can you ask money from a mom? Because she doesn't have money, I assume. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And she doesn't work when she's pregnant. And I remember I posted in the group, I'm like, I want to do this newborn photography, but I can't ask. Uh, Portraits for a businesswoman are more valuable. And then Sue came up and fired me up and (laughs) (laughs) almost put me on the wall. (laughs) Like, what is the difference between a portrait for a successful woman or a portrait for a baby? Isn't that the same thing? 
well, it yeah. is, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't know absolutely. at that time. So for for me to to get all this translation, I guess, from English and business into my head. I'm coming from the countryside where there are only cows and you have to work in factories, produce the milk and make the cheese. And for me to get into the business side where you have to produce something to connect and communicate with people and make them happy, the happiness was fine because I was always a happy person. So it's okay to connect, but I just didn't know how to talk with them and explain them how valuable is photography and it took me took me years even now but so made it so much easier so so streamlined well, yeah and i mean obviously you speaking another language like english yeah. not being your first language and then moving to a country where everyone speaks english i can't even imagine how i, I feel like i would be so anxiety ridden and just frustrated and also I excited. had my moments, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it also seems like really exciting that you you get to, like, be immersed in it. I feel like the only way I would ever learn another, be able, like, my brain, memory-wise, and I'm just, I'm not someone that it comes easily, you know? And so I feel like I would have to be, like, immersed in you know, a country where they only speak that language that I want to learn, yes. and then I would be, like, forced to learn it. Yes, yes. So pretty much that's what happened with, with me. When I moved from Romania to New Zealand, I, I knew no English. I could understand it because we watched the the movies, American mm-hmm. movies all mm-hmm. the time, um, but I couldn't speak. So I think the difference between me and you is that once I was forced to listen to all these English people talking English to me and uh, because I was an immigrant and I knew I need to adapt to the system, I had no options then make it work and be excited about it because it's a new life and it was a good life, you know. So with photography was the same. It's excited. It's new. It's all the time. Um, You make so many good friends, bloody hell. Uh, oh, true, true. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not boring, I guess. So with with me and in English was always, okay, what else can I do to improve it? But n- at the beginning was more to impress people, I guess, that I'm not idiot <laughs> saying mm-hmm, like this, mm-hmm. that I'm not... I'm not that girl from the countryside, so I can do better. And I remember in New Zealand, sometimes I was taken as a little bit... Mm, not as a fool. I was very good at my job, but because I was working hard, I was a little bit like an enemy. I'm I'm taking the job. I'm taking the the place where I don't belong, and I couldn't express myself. I couldn't say no. It's not true. I just want to show you what I can do. You know, and an English was super hard, and I was feeling so bad. I remember I had days when I was crying that. Will I be able to express myself without fearing that my accent is in the wrong place or I, the grammar is not right? And I was doing all these courses, Toastmaster, I think they were called, where you go and you do speech in public. Oh, yes. That sounds about right. Yep. Yeah. So I've done those ones. And my husband, he was laughing on me because he knew I can do more, but I just didn't have confidence. 
at all to speak with people because I was hearing my accent and I was like, oh my God, this is so bad or I can't speak properly past tense and all this stuff. Um, but somehow even the Toastmaster, because I met beautiful people which were making so many jokes and then working in the cheese factory with guys and speaking bad language, like really bad language. Uh, it lifted up my soul and made my life very beautiful. And then in Sue's group, and um, she was always talking about Gerson and his language, that he speaks mm -hmm. a different language. And she was saying, and this was always, always so stuck in my head, you have an advantage above all of us. And you speak two languages, so you should be proud of it. Absolutely. And that wake up again, I was like, okay, again, something to tell me, yes, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> and again, Absolutely. it wake up the fact that, yes, probably you don't understand me completely, but as an English person, you should be able to understand more than me because you already have access to the translation. You, I, I shouldn't be the one scrambling around to explain you what I mean. You already know the language. You can assume what I want to speak. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you just don't like me in the end. And it, that's okay. But you don't need to make me feel bad about it. Right. And I would yeah. hope no one would. Oh, my goodness. Been there, well, done that, but I don't care anymore now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Right true. now. That's and good. After, That's good. It took me years. And again, it was in, in groups. It was personal growth. And what Sue opened, and I, I can't talk enough about her, is the fact that she opened my mind to, to look for more. Uh, she was talking about self-growth books. And then I was looking for books, audiobooks. And because I was working night shifts, I was listening to more books, more books, more books. And that improved my English also, of course. And it, it opened my mind to not look only into photography side. It looked, opened my mind to look into business side of uh, things. And I always was a businesswoman. I was always selling cherries in the market or something like that. But I never knew that. And this is where East European is so different than our world here. In there, you have to have typical work hours from eight to seven, whatever. Um, instead, in here, in New Zealand, Australia, you can look at the person and she can have 200 different jobs and tomorrow can change her mind. And especially women, which is great. And I love this. If I decide tomorrow to become a hairdresser, I will become a hairdresser. Right. Nothing stops you, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Now, we haven't talked about what you do yet. Will you tell the listeners what it is that you that you do in your business? Yeah. So I do maternity and newborn photography. I only do that as much as possible. Uh, sometimes I do family because they do come with the family uh, back to me. But, and the typical cake smashes if I have to, again, with my clients. But I don't do anything else besides maternity and new, newborn and family. Okay. Yeah, I'm stuck there. I started with Sue's model and I've started to do the glam photography, exactly as she said. And I loved it-ish. 
but what I my problem is that I couldn't see myself growing as much and I wasn't happy. And firstly, it's because I couldn't communicate with the women and the people which were coming in the studio to explain them how beautiful they were and what I see in them. I still can't do that. <laughs> and with moms, it's super hard because after we give birth, we feel ourselves, oh my God, my tummy is like this. Oh my God, my hands right. are like that. Yeah. We are so, um, our brain is so switched off on the wrong things. Mm-hmm. Instead of seeing how what we've done, what we created. That, that we just grew a human being in our, inside ex- of our body. <laughs> exactly. And I always <laughs> tell people, look in Italy, and this is my comparison. You have all these men with beer uh, bellies, you know, and they go and they speak with all these hot chicks with no shame, you know. I'm like, they even didn't make a human, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and they go proud and they are okay. And I'm like, why women are not proud of what they made, man? Uh, a man can't do that as much as you want. You can't make a human. <laughs> mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and more than that, if you look at a woman, how many things she does every day. Not to be a little bit biased, but a man's schedule, he knows I go to work, I provide for the family. He does other things. But if you look at the schedule of a mom or in the mom's mind, you can see, make the school, think about holiday uh, for kids, uh, homework for kids, uh, school activities. There are so many things happening in a woman's life. And I'm like, how can you not see how beautiful you are and how smart you are, but I wasn't able to explain it to them at that stage. So I was so frustrated with me that I wasn't able to to make them understand how beautiful they are. And I was complaining to a friend, which she's in in the group, and she started with Subrise too, and she does glamour photography and branding and all this stuff. And I was saying, I'm not happy with my work. It's great, looks good, but I'm just not happy. And she was saying, okay, Victoria, what do you like to do? She was asking me. And I'm like, man, I love taking pictures of my son. And I took his pictures. They're not brilliant, but they are beautiful. And she said, you know what? Instead of doing glam photography or what Sue says to do, just go and do newborns. Just try it out. So after I finished the course, the 90 days challenge, um, I've done three months of newborns. And then I discovered that I really, really, really love it. And because I'm so busy in my day-to-day life and I'm, I'm, I'm crazy busy and I'm, I'm like a bunny. Uh, <laughs> newborns, it just brings me back into a cool place, calm down. Because if you are uh, agitated, pretty much you just make them agitated too. So with newborns, you have to have ah, lots of patience. I see. I see. Yes. You, you cool down. You have to go on that um, vibrational mode of uh-huh. the humming and the heartbeat. And it cools you down so much. Yeah. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And and just just to back up for one second, it it is. I know you were saying that like what Sue tells people to do glamour or whatever, but truly she she does advocate for people to shoot whatever genre they want. Like it doesn't matter which genre. It it's all like the totally. business end of it is all the same. And you're a good example of that. Yeah. Newborns and maternity, like it's working really well. So 
maybe tell us a little bit about like, do you have a studio and do you have packages or do you do a la carte? How does that work for you over there in Brisbane? Yeah. So my model was based 100% on Sue's plan was, was because I've changed it a little bit. I adapted. But so when I started in 2017, after I finished the course, I was doing, I was having a three by three studio a room, a simple room. I was shooting in their newborns and I was doing the reveal wall, exactly as Sue says. Take the pictures after two weeks. Uh, I was editing it within two weeks and then put them on the in the mats and s- people were selecting their favorites. But now, I my house, it's stu- two-story levels and now my studio, we enclosed three rooms of the house and we made my separate studio. It took five oh. years to arrive here. So it's a separate entrance. A separate entrance, separate oh, toilets. Nice. Yeah. But in, within this five years, I was sharing the living room. And it was daytime photography, nighttime living room. Oh, man. For, That's not for easy. For five years. <laughs> yeah, it was a nightmare. Imagine yeah. coming from work, night shift, cleaning up the toys oh, in the morning. man, yeah. Putting the backdrops. But... It had to be done. I had no other options. And I didn't know what I knew now. (laughs) Now we separated the studio and we made our living room and rooms smaller. So I I downsized our home space and upsized my studio. Okay, gotcha. Uh Uh-huh. It's a big sacrifice for your family. Yeah, 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 because the studio brings the money and brings more value to us than our little home. When we had the big house, pretty much we didn't use it at the full, full potential anyway, because we I have only one son. Half of the rooms were full of crap, <laughs> right. stu- studio stuff and clothes and all this furniture, which we didn't use because we always live in the living room, kitchen and the bedroom. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm an outdoor person. I'm a big outdoor person. I love to go camping and we all were always out. So for us, it didn't make sense to have so much space. And right. not not all the people can do that. They can live on a minimal space. And I understand, especially when you have more kids. But for us, having a smaller living space and having my bigger studio where I can put all my lights and nobody can go and change my settings, it's amazing. It's a peace of mind. So you said the studio brings in the money. Let's talk a little bit about money and and like what is your starting point for packages? Do you know your sales average? Yes. Tell us all that. Yeah, numbers are good. And especially now that I have a CRM, it's so much easier. <laughs> so good. Wh- which CRM do you use? Tave. Okay, got it. Yeah, Tave, I think it's called in States. The same? Yeah, Tave. I, I, I have yeah. no idea either. It's spelled T-A-V-E yes. for people out there listening. Yeah. All right, so, t- so tell us about your numbers. Yeah, so right now I do the shoot in the same day and I do the reveal in the same day. Okay. And I put the, I arrive to that place where I know that my images are gr- good enough, even in the camera. And I'm confident awesome. enough that I can show it to anyone with no problem. And I can explain them what I will do to their images to look amazing or what they see on my website and Instagram and so on. 
and I'm not fearful that somebody will say, oh my God, what's happening to my arms? I will tell them, right. it's okay, I will right. fix it. Yeah. Then they will, they look at the images. I don't have a big process besides using bridge, the bridge where I give the star points or the star selection. You know, they have like five stars and we choose the best pictures. Mm-hmm. I put them in a separate folder and then we go through the same images. And when they say we are happy, that's their selection. Now, packaging wise, I have a five um, image package, $879. It's just a startup. I talk probably in the first time when I call them. I usually I call my client for a 10 minute chat. And then I tell them the startup price and my session fee, which is $200. And after that, I tell them I want to do a Zoom with you. With every client, I do a Zoom pre-consultation, and that's where I talk with them about what exactly they want from this photography sessions, how they want to see themselves. I show them my gallery, my portfolio, and I say, is this something what you like, or do, do you have another thing in your mind? Can you see that my images are warm, um, and maybe they are not as colorful, for example. And if they say, yes, we love that, then I ask them, what else do you want from your session? And we do this Zoom consultation for about 40 minutes. And then in that Zoom consultation, I show them my price list. But I never talk about the $879 startup. (laughs) I take them to the next level, where my 10-image package is $1,579. And that's where I talk about pricing being over $1,000. Because if somebody says I'm happy with $1,000, they will be happy with $2,000. Right. No problem. Yes. Yeah. So if somebody says, okay, we have to think, we have to talk with my husband. (laughs) Usually I try to involve the husband in this session too, as much as I can. Because I had times when uh, the the wife believes that I'm too expensive. But then I talk with the husband and say, okay, what do you want for your wife? Do you want something basic or do you want something good? And they're like, yeah, good. And then I'm (laughs) like, you have to pay for it if you want something good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And usually I try to involve both partner in there. I still have to learn how to sell myself even better. And it's something which I'm, I'm doing now. I hire... I will hire another mentor to to work on the sale and how to talk and how to attract. And I always invested in my growth. Probably that that's why I grew so much. Not probably 100%. That's why I grew so much because I've had every year what I made, I put back into the business. I spent lots of money. I lost lots of money in mentoring. (laughs) (laughs) But you learn from it. Anyway, going back to the reveal part and where I, uh, the Zoom part, I talk with them into the Zoom. I send them, and this is where I work with Tave. Uh, I made this pre-emailed templates. And then by a click of the button, I send, this is your session fee. Best thing ever. I made pre- (laughs) Every time a client comes into my CRM and every client which calls me by phone, Instagram, I send them the link to my page, contact page, and I tell them, please complete this form 
and goes into my CRM. I don't chat on Facebook. I don't chat on Instagram. Only after they booked, then I communicate more on Instagram if that's what they love. Right. But everything else, and they will get emails uh, once that you're booked in. I will go in their profile and I book the date and then I will have an email sent one day before as a reminder tips two weeks before they have to come to the session, how to prepare the baby. And all these are already made in their profile and they are sended by Tave without me going back and, oh man, I forgot to send this email. Or, yeah, so Tave, because I work full time, Tave is doing the job behind me without me being at the computer. I love Tave. Now, I... I I want to talk a little bit about how you said you pretty much invest a lot back into your business, but at what point, because, you know, I think sometimes people are serial, like, spenders or, like, they want the the next latest equipment or the next, you know, like you said, mentoring, this sort of sort of thing. At what point do you stop and say, okay, hang on, I got to make sure I'm, like, putting some in the bank account, too? Or were you yeah. doing that as well and investing, you know? Cool. So uh, before we, I had this business, I, we had a restaurant too. So I've had a little bit of a business in there and knowing where the money are coming and going. But the, the thing is like this, I we get a little bit sidetracked. We get sidetracked by the fact yeah. that everybody has great camera, great lights, flower mm-hmm. walls, good boxes. And we forget the most important things. If you don't know how to sell yourself, I, I started wrong in this business because I believed, well, it's not, I didn't start wrong, but there is a better way to do it. I believe that if I know posing and I know photography, I will be able to sell myself. It's not true. If you're not able to sell yourself, you can't make money with anything. you're right. Yep, exactly. I've seen nowadays there are photographers which they have bad work, right? Really bad work. But they sell themselves so well and they know how to talk that they mm-hmm. have more money than anyone. And I was, yep. I was like, how do they do that? And I was trying to discover, okay, their, their point of focus is not on equipment and how much they invest in the, the proper like stuff around the studio. They invested on their growth business side of things. Now, how can you do that? You're like, man, man, I have no money to invest $2,000 in a <laughs> Facebook ad. But the, the question comes, it's will that bring you the money after? So you have, for me, working full time, I put money on the side and I knew that if I invest this money or in SUS classes or courses every month, if I, I went to... Italy, Castel Cecconi, mm-hmm. for a workshop from Australia to Italy for a workshop with three brilliant photographers, four, four brilliant photographers, because I wanted to speed up my process. And I knew I can learn more in person than I will learn in five years of YouTube. Yeah. Oh, it's so true. That hands-on experience can really just makes such a difference. Exactly. And I told my husband, I need to go. The plan was to go to Sue's one in Italy. She's supposed to make that uh, 
big event in Castel Cecconi. But at that time, I was like not happy with my evolution. And then my friend said, okay, try newborn. I tried newborn. And then Kelly Brown has done the newborn workshop yes, in Italy. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I shifted 180 degrees and I said, yes, I'm going and I'm doing this. <laughs> so for me, investing in that, in workshop and mentors, it was the best decision ever. You get, you pretty much a mentor tells you exactly what you have to do without losing five years of your life. Yeah. You just have to take action. That's the only thing. That's one of the hardest things about being a mentor is when you have a student where you see, you see their ability, you see their capabilities, Mm. but they aren't taking the action. Mm. So you can have a great mentor who tells you exactly what to do, but then it's on you to do it. And it sounds like you are someone who takes action and you do it. So if you're out there listening, make sure you're taking the action. It will never happen if you just visualize it. Mm -hmm. Doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. You can visualize it. You said, okay, I want to be like Sue Bryce in 10 years. But then what's your first step? Right. You have, I have to do this. Then you have to think about the second step. You still need to do the work. It doesn't work without the work. And if you want to make it happen, if somebody does 20 hours per week, you have to put 40 hours per week because you have to catch up a lot. Yeah, And when Instagram started and everybody were so big already, like people watch, they are doing now and they have millions of viewers, followers, what they were doing in, in the last year, five years ago. Now you have to put more work to catch up on that. On that. There, is, there is nothing which can be achieved overnight. Never. I don't know. Yep. It's a marathon. It's a marathon, not a sprint. That's exactly right. Totally. And, and, and for me, it took me years to understand that my, my path and how I learn and how powerful I am in my work, it's only mine, you know, I can do it by myself if I put the work into it. But for me, comparing my work with Kelly Brown or Luisa Dan is totally wrong because they've done the work. And I don't know what they've done, you know. I don't know how many hours did they eat per day, how many hours did they sleep. But for me, comparing with some other big photographer in the in the world is bad. But trying to do what they've done, it's is not bad, you know. I'm just trying to follow in their step and then make it even better because we can do it, you know. Sometimes if you look at somebody and when Sue was have, putting her backdrops, in her beautiful olifant backdrop in that beautiful big studio. And I'm like, how can I put this on in my studio? How can I have an olifant? And I painted my own backdrop. There you go. Yeah. But I don't have the space to put it because my wall is only three meters. Well, I bought double-sided tape, Velcro tape, and I stick it straight on the wall. No (laughs) big difference. Same thing. Yep. Yep. Exactly. It's, I love and that. And it saved my space. So there is a way to do it in your, in your own time, in your own life. You just have to think about yourself and your situation. And mm-hmm. don't think, well, what the other person has it this way, has to be this way. Not necessarily, you know? Yeah. Hey, I have a question for you uh, as far as maternity and newborn genre listeners. Do most of your clients start as maternity? And if they do, how do you transition them into a newborn 
client. Okay, so this is where I have right now, because I still have my fears. Uh, So now I have this special where I give a complimentary maternity session, which is an hour, about one hour session, to anyone who books a newborn. So you come to me and I will tell you if you want a newborn, I have this special but you can do a session with me with two dresses for to record your maternity session. Now, is that you're just giving them the session fee or you're giving them the photos as well? No, just the session fee. Okay, good. Yeah. No <laughs> I photos. was going to say, Victoria. No, okay, I would kill myself to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just because I love, um, but I'm thinking next year I will change this and it will be maternity. Do you want me? This is what you get from maternity and will be newborn. This is what you get from newborn. Yeah, and that's okay. When you're ready to do that, you'll do it. Yes, yeah. So until now, I had this, um, because building up confidence and knowing that your work is good, it takes time. So I was like, oh, maybe I'm not as good in maternity and maybe people are not coming to me because of that. But now I had enough. I'm okay. I'm good enough. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It took me a while. I mean, I think I did a full year of giving out the session fee until I was like, okay, I got to stop doing this. (laughs) And it was scary at first when I was like, oh, okay, hopefully people will just book in. And they did, you know. Yes. But again, I take one step further saying that I'm thinking to do that. I will hire a mentor and I tell him, teach me how to take out this idea from my head that I can charge maternity portraits the same how I charge newborns. Mm -hmm. So I'm hiring this new mentor and I hope, well, I hope, I'm sure, I'm 100% sure that I'll bring, and maybe I'll have to bring different marketing ideas to promote a little bit more maternity over newborns. And probably yeah. I will need to do it on Facebook also to promote more maternity than newborns because right, right now my Facebook is full of newborns, I guess. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for you, Victoria. I love that you, like I said, you take action and you focus on finding your value mm-hmm. and the business part of it and the efficiency with the CRM. You know, you really have some great things going. And, oh, um, yes. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So one thing what we didn't talk about and we stopped, it's once that we talk about that 1,500 with the 10 images. Oh, And people are like, yeah, sweet, sweet. I'm happy. 1,500 is fine. But then, because I know the pictures will be great, when they come back, we do the newborn or maternity and I put the images on the wall, on the TV, then they can't, they can't cut down at 10. It's too hard. Mm-hmm. So usually we stop in 20, 30 images, and that's where my sale goes up. That's where I sit. Now my average is about $2,350. Great. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And then looking at my sales, and Nikki, this is the amazing part when you have zero or other accounting system, you can see the numbers going up. And you can see how you grow every year. So if in the first year with Sue, I made 20,000, then the goal was to make 40. So I doubled up every year, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So last year I made about 60, 70 grand, 70 grand, I think, with my full-time awesome. job. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm just proud that I was able to ask for $2,000, man. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and and now and now I save this is four thousand three hundred dollars with no problem, and it happens, you know. I haven't managed to reach my bigger sale was six thousand dollars. That's great. It's a great yeah. sale. So wow. now my goal is the ten k challenge. <laughs> so it's in there. So I'm working towards that. And then looking at this year, I'm, uh, what is now August and I'm already 80 K. So oh, that's awesome, Victoria. So hopefully it will go, uh, I still have a, about 10 K cause I have clients which they come and they go on a payment plan and then they stop paying or something happened in their life. But after three months, I have these three clients, which it was a brilliant sale and they had divorce and all this stuff and it's horrendous. And then they come back and they say, Victoria, can we start again the payment plan? And I'm like, yeah, I'm here for you. You know, yeah. I never looked into this as being my lost time or anything, because I know even in 10 years, if I took these pictures and in 10 years, this mom is back on her feet, she will come back for those pictures because... Yes. It's your baby pictures, you know. <laughs> I tend to joke and I say, man, a father can be many, but a mom can be only one. <laughs> and your connection between your child and mom, it's, I don't know what fathers feels, but I know uh, how I'm with my mom. It's everything in this world, something happens. She's the first what I call. If somehow something happens to me, somehow she knows I don't know. My uh, my mom and how we grew up is beautiful. And those pictures and my mom being close to us is the most amazing thing what I have. And my dad, I love him. But I have, I, I'm more connected to my mom, I guess. And I know if I looked at all my families, which they when they didn't have money, after one year they came back and this moms came back and they, they said, oh, I'm really sorry that I didn't bought these pictures. Can I have them now? And I'm like, yeah. Sure. Why not? We got them. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. this is another thing which I say to moms, I, I with pregnant moms, I always say, look, I know maybe you don't feel as beautiful as before pregnancy because it's bloody hard. But remember this, I have this offer now where you can come, you can try two dresses, we can have a little bit of fun, you can go to a dinner because you look amazing. You'll have hair and makeup and you'll feel beautiful. You go with your partner out after that. And if you don't like the images, you just say no. But if you like one image from your maternity and you will cherish that forever, just purchase that and then you can purchase more from your newborn. Nothing stops you. Right. I like that you give them options. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. And I always say, even with my clients, when they ask me, oh, Victoria, I just want just digitals. I'm like, yeah, you can have just digitals if you want. But when they come in the studio, I show the options. It's, you could do that. You could have this box with beautiful mats with 20 images inside. And they're mm -hmm. like, whoa, and the digitals, of course. Mm -hmm. And they are looking at this, it's like, okay, this is more and it's better when you look at the pricing. Because it's the same like Sue says, as more they go into images, like 20 images I have, about, it's 2,579. But the price becomes less per image, exactly like she says. Um, so they look and they say, oh, the, the, the price for one image is better. Why don't we, should we buy 10 when we can buy 20 for a better price, I guess? 
Right, right. Yeah, and then because I do, before when I was doing like Suda Reveal Wall, I was spending hours editing. I hate editing. <laughs> I don't oh, like yeah. it. Same. Well, I like putting my own touches on it. Like I love yes. the creative and the color correction and that sort of thing. It's the skin retouching and the hair retouching. Ugh, that's what I hate. I, exactly that. And then I'm like, why should I waste my time standing corners of this bloody backdrop? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I did last year, I invested in a retoucher, which she was amazing. But we stopped working because she she has a full-time job also. And she has a business too. And she was a photographer like me, just in a different city. But I'm still thinking, and this is another part which you have to think about business, about giving your things what you don't like to somebody else. Right. Uh, so my Instagram I do my reels now because we are forced by the nature (laughs) to Uh do videos. I love video though. I love video. So this is a thing which I love. So it doesn't mind me. Uh, But I hate writing stories on my posts because my English is not my first language. I just hate losing my time writing 200 words on a page. So I delegated that to a girl and she does the Instagram, Facebook post and all this picture stuff. I don't do That's that. That's great. Very cool. Yeah. So the plan, the next plan is probably I will teach her because she knows Photoshop how to edit. I still put my presets on the images and I invested in a very good skin retouching program. Mm, so good. And the skin works. And then I want to teach her how to do the fine correction. The, the What's the program that you really like? Okay, so my retouching, skin retouching one is called Retouch For Me. Retouch um, For Me. Okay. I just yeah. wanted people to have options, you know, it's always good to have. Just go f- look on YouTube. Retouch For Me is brilliant. Okay, uh, awesome. You'll thank me later. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So I will teach her how to use this program. And she can do this work. And I I can do only shooting and sales. Awesome. Very yeah. cool. And hey, that's great to do only what you want. I'm a I'm a big yeah. advocate of that, that's for sure. Ah, uh, and I have one more plan where because like I said, I want to invest in a mentor and because I want to go to my next level in the business to to make it better. And I do have a plan of action. So I do have a plan. Um, the next step is I want to hire a person, a salesperson to do all the booking for me. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. Oh, I love that idea. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think it's a hard working part because you have to make this person to sell your business and sell yourself. But if I can make that and I can do the Zoom call with them, I can do the connection and I can be the gel in between that. Mm-hmm. So I just Very need cool. the bookings to be done. Once that that's sorted, I will do the rest. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you sharing everything. We're out of time, but I do have a couple other questions for you, Victoria. And I feel like we covered so, so many amazing things. Like, you know, what it's like being a photographer who, who the language in which the country, in the country that they live is, you know, their second language. And then you know, just doing this whole business model as a newborn and sharing your prices and everything. So I really appreciate you sharing everything. You really gave a lot of of great tips and knowledge. So thank you. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) Okay, so I do have four last questions I always ask. Mm -hmm. And the first one is, what is something you can't live without when you're doing a photo shoot? I could say lights and my camera, but it's not that. It's that CRM. It's Tave. 
Ah, uh, gotcha. Yep. I can't live without that anymore. Yeah, very cool. Um, okay, and what do you do when you're not working? <laughs> go camping, go outdoors. <laughs> and this is my life life story. Right now, if a client comes and says, well, I can, I can pay only $300, I say, it's okay, you can find me in this camping ground. <laughs> I, I don't shoot. <laughs> I'm yep, outdoors. Yep. yep, I love it. All right. And what is your favorite inspirational quote? Oh, I have so many. I have so many. But I think the one which stuck with me the most, I I guess, is that don't compare yourself with others or Mm -hmm. don't compare your chapter one with chapter 20 from somebody else's life because you really don't know their journey. And you really have to look within yourself and what you want to become. I love that. I love how you said don't compare your chapter one with someone's chapter 20. That's smart. Mm. Yeah. All right. Number, wait, was that number three? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Number four, (laughs) what would you tell people who are just starting out? I will say invest in education the most. Go back and remember you don't need so many things. Start Mm -hmm. it simple, just you, camera, and learn light. But more than that, learn sales first and marketing. Start with that, sales and marketing first. Yep, awesome. Invest in that part. Everything else can be learned easier, I guess. Yep. And where can people find you, Victoria, if they're looking for you online? Everything which I own, it's under Lifetime Stories Photography, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Lifetime Story Photography, or by my name, Victoria Burkushel. So if they have any questions, they can shoot them through. Awesome. Very cool. Well, thank you again. And are you going to the Portrait Masters Conference? Uh, I don't think I will join right now, but I'm sure I will join the class later on. I've learned to say to my life right now because it's so busy, no to some things. Yeah. Well, it's a big flight too. I mean, that's like huge. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't. And I have a full-time job and a child, so I can't. I wish. (laughs) It's, uh, It's still on my list to go one day. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you again. And we will see you online soon. Yes, for sure. Thank you so much. It was amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? I also encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-day startup challenge, plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business, lighting PDFs. I mean, truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com. It's time for me to tell you about this episode's sponsor, Fujifilm North America. If you haven't experienced portraits and wedding scenes created on the large format GFX system digital camera sensor, you are missing out. 
Along with up to 102 megapixel resolution, you'll find rich colors and gorgeous in-camera looks. There's also AI-driven subject detection and 8 frames per second bursts inside the compact GFX100 digital camera. Hit the link in this episode's description to view the products. It's time to dream big in your creative process.